0: We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land throughout Australia on which we are recording. We pay respect to elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to the Doyen Interviews, the podcast that speaks to inspiring women from the art, architecture and design world. I'm Bridget Nathan and I'm glad you've tuned in.
1: Thank you also to Anon for the beautiful introductory music. The cool thing about it, actually, because we're really good friends with the owners now, mm-hmm. um, she'll send us, you know, little pictures of um, their little daughter popping her head through the, the circle. windows, <laughs> And she actually sent us a message the other day when we got published in the Grand Design magazine. She sent us some pictures of the reality of the house.
2: It's been OK for us, but like, because we've always sort of been pretty flexible and sometimes we work in the office, sometimes we work at home. So, like that part of it's been okay but i think the biggest adjustment has been actually being a part
1: and i think too because we are such a small firm we make a conscious effort to always be all over each project like so we sort of design them together we have mm-hmm. sessions together so that's probably been the hardest thing hasn't it
0: welcome to the next episode of the doyen interviews i had the chance to spend some time with Sarah Tonini and Renee Wing from Mani Architecture, a residential architecture firm based in Fitzroy North. Directors Sarah and Renee both have backgrounds in architecture and interiors. We had the chance to speak about one of their most celebrated homes, one Manny House. This is a house that you can't help but look at when you walk past. Clad in timber shingles, the exterior is exciting and dynamic and the interior offers equally interesting and quirky features such as colour block bathrooms. We had the chance to unpack the process behind designing and building this beautiful home and what many architects see as some of the key issues people are facing in the current residential market. Okay, so hello and welcome to the next two guests of the Doyen Interviews podcast. I'm lucky to be speaking to Renee and Sarah from Manny Architecture, um, but I'll let you introduce your firm and who you are a little bit more. Um, so it would be great if you could introduce yourselves and tell me a little bit about
1: what you do. All right, well, we're um, Manny Architecture and it's there's three of us, um, all female, just hanging out in the residential architecture world. Yeah,
0: very
1: much. <laughs> <clears throat> um,
0: and you're in North Fitzroy?
1: Yeah, yep. So we're in North Fitzroy. Um we're just in a little one-bedroom apartment that we've turned into our office space, which is really cool. Um yeah, both have backgrounds in interior design as well as architecture. Um yeah, and just wanted to. I guess we sort of started, and we're still doing what we love doing, and just creating special little spaces for people.
0: Yeah, um, and the name Manny. I read online that it comes from the word or the idea of making things with your hands. Could you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the word Manny means hands in Italian, and we sort of we sort of wanted to we're very hands-on, I guess. So working, you know, working with the materials and with the designs, knowing how they come together um, was a big part of <clears throat> many architecture. So it sort of just, yeah, it just worked. Um, everything we do, we sort of, if we design something, we'll work really closely with the makers of um. Of you know different furniture elements with the builder, how things go together. Um, we've both sort of made a big um, a big part of money architecture as well is being on site and sometimes actually working you know working on the tools and understanding how how things how things work and the best way for them to work. Um, so that's sort of a big part. Instead of just sitting at your computer and you know, drawing the detail, actually making the detail is a big part of us.
0: Yeah. And is there a particular project or are there some examples of um, times when you've done that that you could talk a little bit about?
1: Yeah, yeah. So the, I think the, the one that actually started Manny Architecture was my parents' house, Fishbowl House. Um, and my parents did own a builder on that. And I I worked on site sort of built that house over two years on weekends. Mm. Um, so it was actually, yeah, building the house. So that was sort of Manny Architecture's first residential house, which was also built by us. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Wow, amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Renee, I know that you've got as well a background in interiors and it um, sounds like you do To Sarah. Um, How have you found that the relationship between architecture and interiors on some of the projects that you've been working on?
2: Yeah, well, I think it all sort of seems to, it really ties in together for us. Like we, I mean, a lot of of people do this as well, but we tend to, we don't just design the exterior and then go to interiors. We sort of design it all at the same time. So it's sort of one whole holistic design. Um, And I think, our interior backgrounds have really helped with sort of the more, um, I guess, like a lot of the spatial planning. We tend we tend to get sometimes a little bit too much, but we tend to get into a lot of detail when it comes to planning the internal spaces and their relationship to the outside and all of that kind of thing. So, I think it really influences how much detail we go into when when it comes to interiors. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's hard for us yeah it's hard for us to actually even know the difference between yeah. interior design and architecture like even studying interior design like we talk about this all the time we just we can't understand that you wouldn't do interiors mm. with architecture sort of yeah it's so we don't really know what the line is yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah for us I don't think
2: there really is a line yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. almost like when you study architecture or even, or when you study interiors, you should be studying both at the same time. Yeah. Especially for residential, I think. Commercial mm. might be, be easier to separate. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: how did you guys meet?
2: Uh, well, we met at our last job before many. So we started in commercial retail kind of area. So I'm, I think I started there just before I started studying with you, Bridget. So when I was doing my masters, I was working with Sarah. And then yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then we just became really good friends. And then
1: Yeah. And then Renee came back from overseas and mm-hmm. I quickly poached her before she went, <laughs> she went and worked anywhere else. <laughs> 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 yeah, because that's a, that's the weird thing about us. We're very, we're really similar. Yeah, aren't we? Yeah. Like, yeah, we know when to not, you know, know when not to talk to each other because <laughs> we've got angry face on. Or <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: Yeah. So is it kind of like working with friend? Yeah. 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 Yep. Which we know can be the wrong thing to do, but yeah,
0: uh, it works yeah, it works
1: really well.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how has it been like during this crazy pandemic period? Has do you think that's maybe? made it a little bit more bearable that like you get along well and you know has it made it easier in terms of the design communication and just getting through the like rises and falls of everything yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah we definitely have our whinges together yeah definitely yeah
2: I think it's like it's been okay for us but like because we've always sort of been pretty flexible and sometimes working in the office sometimes we work at home so like that part of it's been okay but I think the biggest adjustment has been actually being a part because it's really hard to be creative when you're just trapped in your house and the stuff that we talk about you wouldn't really call someone about like yeah. you wouldn't just like we bounce ideas off each other all day so yeah. then once you're at home by yourself you're not going to call someone for a two-second comment or question yeah
1: and I think too because we are <laughs> such a small firm we make a conscious effort to always be all over each project. Like, so we sort of design them together. We have mm. sessions together. So that's probably been the hardest thing, hasn't it? Yeah, sort definitely. Of, you have to rely on the, you know, the emails and things like that, which is just, yeah, it sort of crushes that creativity a little bit.
0: Yeah. And like, what are the things that you've been doing to try and keep up that Communication, like there's emails. Have you been using like different chats and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, probably like I guess probably
2: more phone calls. Like we make a yeah. real effort. So like first thing in the morning we were calling and then like if we have a having a break in the um at lunchtime or like in the afternoon, we'd make an effort to just like call and chat. Yeah, even if it yep. was about nothing.
1: Yeah, and then a lot of like like we don't we're not big zoom people Mm, like actually seeing each other i guess you know we sort of would do that but it would be more i've just emailed you um a concept can you have a look at it and then we'll chat on the phone about it that kind of thing i think more than um
2: On
1: Zoom. Zoom,
0: yeah. Because we're both quite awkward and we hate video chat. Oh, I totally know what you mean. I'm so over Zoom, especially when it's actually like a social thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, all the trivias. Like, I'm sure everyone's triviaed out. Yeah. No one one
0: loves trivia,
2: and then (laughs) now everybody loves it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I guess like I just uh, feel like I say the same sentence all the time but I just did not think this would go on for so long so I'm just constantly
1: like ah yeah, 2020 see you later exactly. <laughs> um, well I
0: actually um, have been spending some of my lockdown days walking the suburbs of Fitzroy North <laughs> and, my, <laughs> and my friend the other day took me on a walk and we went past that um I think it's Manny One house with the amazing timber shingles and I was like oh this is where it is because I think it's an area but I think it's like a little bit further from where I would usually venture yeah. and I had a look at it and it looks amazing um and i yeah. yeah like that obviously apart from already knowing you that was one of the projects that drew me to what you're doing and I think it you know um Received a lot of really amazing media coverage just because it's so whimsical and it's different and it adds something really unique to the street. Um, what was it like working on that project? Could you um, tell
1: me a little bit about it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was it was sort of a project that we pitched. Like it was, again, it was. I think when we started Money Architecture, we wanted to obviously do you know the the standard client architect sort of relationship, but then also take take sort of a, another path where we became the client.
2: Mm.
1: Um, sort of in architecture, you you might have all these amazing ideas. And I think because we sort of do mid-range architecture, so we don't get free reign of, of things like probably some other firms do. Um, so having these, you know, wacky ideas in your head, um, it's hard sometimes to visualise those for other people. Um, So, you know, at One Manny, we were able to design, create exactly what we had in our head Mm -hmm. and then um, sort of, yeah, so that idea was sort of we pitched the idea to some investors, said, you know, let's do a unique home, unique architectural designed home where we'll sort of push the boundaries and show people how... In small spaces, you can nearly have everything that um, large spaces have, but have this really special sort of interaction with everything. Um, Yeah, that was sort of where that came from. And then we worked really closely with other suppliers, makers. Um, So it was a really collaborative project working with everyone that makes
2: things yeah
1: yeah so a lot of the um a lot of the like we worked with what we had as well so um like what's an example like the bathrooms mm-hmm. like we worked with classic ceramics um coming up with an idea that would sort of suit what we were thinking but also so they could be a part of it. So sort of it was a bit of um, marketing for Mm. them as well. So we used what we had and then designed around that. So that's why we sort of had a pink bathroom and a blue one and a Mm. black one. And um, Yeah, so it was quite a special process. It was full on, like it was was a (laughs) full-on process, not something you could do all the time. It was pretty hard to sort of manage everything that was going on.
2: And Sarah and I were on site building and doing yeah.
0: helping
1: out and just doing doing heaps of stuff that we'd never normally do on a project, yeah. which was awesome, but tiring.
0: Tiring, yeah. very tiring, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. What sort of stuff were you doing? Um, were you Was it like coordination, normal sort of site work, or was it also like what you were talking about earlier, like getting a chance to see how stuff and contribute to how stuff goes together?
1: yeah yeah we were sort of we were doing everything so mm-hmm. coordination definitely mm-hmm. um and yeah there were days that we'd just be in our jeans and ripped t-shirts and <laughs> were yeah putting the deck down or um Trying to sanding out yeah try and yeah also being i think fixing problems mm-hmm. that might arise like actually like I know, as an architect on site, you you're there for the builder, and I'm sure there's lots of things the builder doesn't tell you, and they just work out a way to sort things out. But yeah. for us, we were the problem solvers, mm. like to a next, like sort of to the next level, yeah. weren't we? Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we're starting at six thirty in the morning, like a tradie, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds. Um like, really
0: hard, but also the dream. Like, I know a lot of people have said to me in the last couple of years that, like, it's it's great when you're working, but it's also, you know, people want to be a bit more hands-on and a bit more, like, in the actual process of understanding how things go together and just not yeah. being in front of a computer all day. I find that, yeah. like, yeah, that's, like, yeah. one good thing about lockdown. It's kind of even though you're stuck in your home, you can... It's not so like you go to work and you spend the whole time at work and then you come home and you've just like literally basically been at a computer apart from when you were like doing social stuff at work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you talk about like some of these problems or some of these things that came up on site, like is there an example of something that you can talk about that um, you had the chance to like solve in kind of real time or it's like are there any particular details that were quite hard to realise on the project?
1: Um, I don't, I think it was more, I'm just trying to think of what, what was a like a big example. <clears throat> there was a, uh, um, it was actually one of the, I think one of the biggest things was the down pipes mm. upstairs, maybe. Yeah. So we'd sort of, you know, a lot of the, sort of the, you know, what we'll call the ugly elements for this. We had hidden away in the home. So there was two downpipes upstairs that ended up being not um, concealed Mm -hmm. and they were popping into the bedrooms. (laughs) Um, And it was sort of like they were in the corners of the bedroom. So we then had to design these you know, little element or these little pieces of furniture which we sort of yeah. turned into little art pieces. Yeah. So you wouldn't know that they're not concealed downpipes. Um or that they're, you know, an elbow of a downpipe. Um, <laughs> they've been concealed by these curved elements in the corner, mm. which so sort of those things which were disappointing, but then when you saw the um The outcome, you're like, oh, that's sort of cool. Maybe I'll do that on my next project. Yeah,
2: <laughs> on purpose. <this> time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So there was a lot of little things like that.
2: Yeah, um, well, I think just trying to come up with creative ways to fix things rather than just trying to cover it up and pretend like it didn't happen, because sometimes it's just a bit unavoidable on site yeah. with things that just happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Oh well, congratulations! Like I think it's an awesome project. So, did it get sold? Um, does someone live there now? Like, is it's just a one, not just, but it's a one, um, one kind of one family or one group of people live on the property. Yeah, it's not.
1: Yeah, one, yeah, yep, one family. the The cool thing about it, actually, because we're really good friends with the owners now. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll send us, you know, little pictures of. Um, their little daughter popping her head through the the circle. (laughs) And she actually sent us a message the other day when we got published in the Grand Design magazine. She sent us some pictures of the reality of the house. (laughs) 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 And she just had a laugh and she goes, but the cool thing is at the end of the day it takes 10 minutes to put everything away because there's a spot for everything. Yeah. Um, So that was was good. Um, I can't remember yeah um and oh yeah what were you say oh i don't
2: know (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: i like one of my other questions was um so like could you both talk a little bit about your like design styles or your um you know i don't like using the word styles because obviously every building is different and unique um but in terms of the types of buildings that you're drawn to um, maybe that you've worked on in the past or that you've seen in your travels or just generally kind of like, what are both of your sort of, what sort of styles or what sort of projects are you both drawn to and how has that like kind of influenced what you're doing? That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think
2: like we're sort of, influ- well, um, yeah, we're sort of influenced by like, everything like especially I think we make an effort to sort of go for big walks and just like look around at things and we have both traveled quite a bit so there's a lot of influences there I guess but I think like in terms of design most of it's actually influenced by the client so we're sort of just because everything's so catered to what the client needs or wants we sort
1: of draw on what their
2: style is
1: and Yeah, it's a hard. It is a hard one. I think one thing we always seem to do is we love. We always like when we're going on our walks or when we're sort of commenting on like there's so much inspiration out there with Mm. Instagram and you know all that stuff. Monolithic forms, Mm. so sort of buildings that are clad in all one material, or you know we we always comment on elevations and.
0: You know, mm. you can
1: you notice sort of um, like how some people get their ideas across with their clients. Like if I just drew a, if I drew one many house, yeah, with, without um, the shingles on it, what client would look at that in elevation and go, yeah, cool, because it looks like a picture of a child drawing of a house. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's hard. <clears throat> Yeah, but that's something we always talk about. We're like, oh, can you imagine that house drawn in elevation? Mm-hmm. How did um how did they sell how like did they that? sell that? Yeah, um, sort of yeah, just a box with a One with window. A window. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be. Yeah, I feel like that's something that's um quite influential for. That's true. Mm, and
2: yeah. it's landscape as well for us. A lot we we tend to get drawn towards things that are like. That blend in, well, not blend, they're like they sort of just like a complementary to the landscape, rather than just sort of sticking out and being really obvious. Like it's,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was, and again, like probably with one many house, that was a big thing. Mm. If you sort of break that design down, it's made out of timber. Um, It's a, um, it's a construction method that's been done in Europe for thousands of years, like in the Swiss Alps and <clears throat> um, with the cedar, sort of the way cedar um, joins together when it gets wet. And, um, but to look at that house when it was freshly done, it just stands out a lot. Mm-hmm. But the, the idea of it sort of weathering and going silver, exactly. like a tree trunk um, sitting yeah. amongst sort of all the, all the natives around Fitzroy North there, it will disappear a little bit as well, but still have a bit of sort of turn your head and quirkiness Mm. to it. So I think that's something that we like is doing something a little bit different that makes people either love it or hate it. We don't really want to ever do anything. That's like run of the mill. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. I could live there. Maybe like you sort of go, I could definitely live there or there's no way I'd ever live in that house. Like that's. um, Mm.
2: And not taking things too seriously.
1: Like yeah. I, know, I know we keep talking
2: about one money, but, like, you know, the B letterbox, which was something that was pretty fun, like just things like that where it's not just about fancy yeah. stuff. Like, you yeah. know, like it's, like, stuff that's a bit fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, we even that mailbox, like, we got little special notes in there from <laughs> little kids and um, <laughs> someone even did a little um, lino print and put yeah. it in there. They didn't sign their name or anything. They just said, thank you for making a smile when we walked to school. Oh, that's so cute! But then on the other end, we had um, we had neighbours who um, submitted to council to get the, the letterbox removed because they said oh. it didn't fit the streetscape. And yeah. it's like, so at one point you're getting people sort of commenting because it's making them smile, and then others that are like, "Get rid of it!" Yeah. It's like what? So what? There's no B
0: there's no B letterboxes allowed. Who's this saying? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but <they> the people? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, I guess everyone's entitled to their opinion, but that's to me, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we thought. we yeah. so were like, okay,
1: cool, it's all right. At least
2: you have an emotion towards it. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. at least it's like yeah, sparking ideas and um experiences both good and bad (laughs) Um, (laughs) so when you work with your clients um or just like from your own personal observations working in residential architecture what do you think are some of the things that um people are wanting in their homes like do you have any comments on like melbourne architecture generally and where it's going like do you think that people Um, you know are struggling to afford what they want or um, is it hard like kind of what you're saying um, to design interesting quirky things based on restrictions like um, yeah like what do you think some of the challenges people like are facing when they're trying to imagine up and design their homes
1: yeah yeah I think budgets or you know like how much how much they want to do and how much they have to spend don't really seem to be on a par, like Mm -hmm. construction costs are pretty crazy at the moment too, or they have been for a long time, I guess. But um, just they're they're, like they're thinking like they want to turn sort of a two-bedroom home into a four-bedroom home and plus a new open plan living, kitchen, dining area. Um, Yeah, it just seems that what they're wanting to spend and what they want to achieve Within their brief, they're not really matching up. Yeah. I think that's a pretty big thing. Um, and then also, we're finding that a lot of a lot of our clients now are are thinking about their kids staying at home with them for sort of longer periods of time. So it's future proofing the home to be a home that you know there'll be adult kids living there with them. That seems to be a pretty big yeah, sort of having their own spaces and. Um, yeah just realizing that you know for the next generation it's going to be quite hard to buy a house it's already hard for us
0: yeah exactly (laughs)
1: yeah that's yeah that's sort of a big one that's a big one
0: yeah the market is just so hard to break into if you don't already have like um property or yeah like it's it's crazy (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah yeah it's so cool that you're doing like interesting projects um Well, I might start to wrap up because I'm just looking at the time. It always just goes so quickly. (laughs) Um, It's been really great great to talk to you today. I had two final questions. Um, One was, yeah, like what are you excited for for the future in terms of what you're working on and do you have, like, a cool project on at the moment or are you just generally excited to get out of COVID and (laughs) just kind of normal, new normal? Um, Yeah, like what's the kind of future for many that you can See. um yeah i think like
2: just getting out of lockdown and being out of <laughs> trouble again probably <laughs> it's a big one like just yeah. before covid started i was in south america and i had to spend a week in transit trying to get home so i didn't get trapped in south america so probably just go back there <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah and i yeah i think too like we you know we called um one manny house one manny house because it was the first mm-hmm. of it sort of um idea so we're hoping that too many house will be the next the next little one for us so we're yeah in the process of sort of thinking what that might be um amazing that's pretty exciting yeah yeah Yeah.
0: he's like yeah sort of similar process it will also be like an investment and you will work on it or will it be
1: maybe um well it would be cool if we could invest Mm -hmm. we could be the um that would probably be know ultimate the ultimate so we are sort of we're trying to think of something that's maybe not quite as like we don't need the funds of that sort of that amount because mm. we're architects and we don't get paid much at all <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. so we're yeah we're um we're sort of in very very early stages of thinking about something that um
2: not your conventional architecture
1: project, I think. Yeah, it's going to sort of push push the boundaries even more, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, I'm excited to see or think about <laughs> what it could be. <laughs> um, to finish up, I did have a question which was about, um, obviously this podcast is about females in architecture, but it, I think it would just be a whole another conversation to get into. Do you have any... Um, advice for young females in architecture or young people in architecture based on your experiences being like two successful women in the field I think the
2: biggest thing that I feel that I've learned from working is to not put up with shit and find an environment that you can thrive in and people and surround yourself with people that support you and empower you I think
1: yeah definitely and just ask questions. I think asking questions is mm. like one of the biggest things. We sort of make an effort to make each other feel really comfortable, and if anyone works with us, just yeah, we're just questioning everything and yeah. um, trying to understand things from other people's perspectives. I think that's a that's a big one. Yeah, definitely. As a as a female as well, I think in yeah. the industry.
0: Yeah. Oh well. Um, it's great. Always good advice. <laughs> I think yeah. everyone has something like, yeah, unique and like different to share. Um, and, yeah, it's been really, really great talking to you. Um, you do, yeah. me too. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, I love having these chats at the moment. Just, you know, uplifts me a little bit during lockdown. Yeah, <laughs> like hearing different people's stories. So thank you so much. And, um, yeah, good luck with, with your amazing projects. Aww, oh, thank, thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. This is the last episode in our current mini series. Next time, we'll be chatting to five amazing women on the topic of women's health. I hope you can join us then.